I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And uh, today we watched a Russian film called It Was I Who Drew the Little Man. The reason for the name becomes clear uh, over pretty quickly, actually, in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah this is it, it's our second Russian film. Uh, I would say the plot of this one was definitely easier to grasp without understanding uh, Russian lore society than yeah, yeah, than yeah. the last one that we saw. It was this was a pretty straightforward. Like you got the idea of the movie very early on, and everything just was extrapolation of that. Um, yeah, who wants to do its a little plot synopsis without spoilers? I I wouldn't mind trying. Sure. Uh, a little boy, uh, first day of school. It's the new year with the fresh new painted schoolhouse school building and is the first to get to school and decides to draw a little man on one of the new walls and then the rest of it is about him in charcoal and he and another boy gets the blame and he doesn't speak up and tell the truth and so the whole really the rest of the movie is about him going to the world of lies and other you know and taking accountability or not taking accountability yeah he he needs to to learn a lesson about lying and that's basically what the whole movie's about indeed without getting into spoilers would you guys recommend this movie um there was some good animation aspects of it yeah um and I would recommend it for that because the little man is basically you know just lines on a wall yes and and he he and some other people that are drawn similarly end up coming off of the wall and moving about the world. So like you can see the world through them because they're just lines. No. Yeah. Just, like it yeah. Was, there was some fun technical stuff, but it felt a little long. It wasn't completely boring. There were some delightful things about it, but so I'm not sure if I could recommend it. It's, an, it's actually interesting it. that you say that it's a little long. Cause one of my only fun fact is this film is an expanded remake of a 1948, 21 minute film by the same <laughs> directors called Fedya Zaistev, the name of the boy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so yes, this is a, this is an expanded remake of a half as long, less than half as no, long yeah, movie. Like, a third as long, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and definitely sometimes it feels like that. Yeah. Um, I think, I definitely think more than 21 minutes is is good for this story. I, I think it could definitely be, I think being a little longer is definitely good. If it needed to be quite as long, not sure. But, yeah. um. So I'm, I don't think I would. Um, I think I might. I, I think, I think I'd recommend it as a little as a fun fun little exercise but there's probably much better russian movies we've we, this is literally only the second one from soyuz film that we've dived into and they've got the disney wide library not disney wide disney wide up until they started buying everything <laughs> sort of wide um, amount of films they have they've got a lot of stuff um uh-huh. that we'll be diving into eventually so yeah i mean i think this was a fun little movie um i think if you're curious about Russian movies, I think it's a fun one to dive into, um, but you get the point like 20 minutes in, so <laughs> if that. 
I've been waffling a little bit whether I would recommend or not. And I think I'm still, I think I'm sticking more towards not because it felt almost more like a propaganda, a war <laughs> propaganda film. And that bothered Not me. Not like for a war, but, but like just, just like, for a mentality. Yeah. For like and, a morality kind of. Yeah. yeah. And and that bothered me. And I really didn't find much redeeming about the protagonist, even with <laughs> at the end, because I don't know, didn't like him. The protagonist's journey doesn't. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah, it doesn't feel. Yeah. Um, I, I liked the little man. I love yes. the little that, that was The yes. little man is yes. charming. Yes. 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 But so I, I'm at this point, I'm, I wouldn't recommend it. All right. Um, well, then we'll, we'll see how, how it goes once we start ex- uh, talking about it a little more expansively. But there's our original thought. I could just cut. I probably head. will. Almost That's certainly. Fine. Okay. Let's get specific. What if I did some of the intros? What if I was like... Do you want to? Let's get specific. <laughs> what if I, I do it? I'm not 100% sure if that was a completely clean take. There might have been a little bit of my voice at the beginning. So yeah, okay. do you want to... Let's get specific. Yeah. Try that. <laughs> <laughs> I love you with all my heart. Um... <laughs> Yeah, let's um, let's talk about the animation story. Not the sorry, not the animation. The story, the characters, uh, any voice acting um, things. I actually do have a voice acting note for once. Um, yeah, uh, I, I like the voice acting. Uh, they they were good. Um, there was a lot of little characters, but the main mm-hmm. guy, the main kid, was Fedya. I guess that's kind of how you say it. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Voiced by, voiced by Valentina Sperantova. Um, One of the two people that I know who voiced them. Yeah. The rest of the voice cast was just listed with no like, attachment to a character. This guy. This guy. Researching this film was difficult. <laughs> um, but but it actually started uh, with, with non-named characters. The little song. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the movie starts with the guys who are like painting and the... The school. the school, yeah, yeah. like re- really, really uh, establishing that this is a nice looking school. Yes, and really nice, clean, newly painted. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and this kid should like no reason to draw on this wall, <laughs> <laughs> um, but he does. And yes, he does. And then, and then, like immediately after, he's like, "Oh no, I shouldn't have done this." It's <laughs> yeah. like, "Yeah, why did you do that?" And it was so mean. Like he he tried to rub it, and he had got coal on his hand. He tried to rub the drawing off, and then another kid came in. Uh, the redhead. Yes, Cap- which is all that this kid ever refers to that no, kid as. No, I think as. he has a name, Capitanov. Right, but the, but I'm saying oh. that our main character only ever refers to him as the redhead. Oh yeah, no, the teacher calls him that, and and so then he, the kid like shakes his the uh, Capitanov shakes at Fedya's hand, which is the hand where he tried to rub the drawing off. So right. then the kid gets some. Uh, coal residue on his hand and of course the teachers like like notices that the drawing is made in coal and so it's like right and like touches it and he gets a little bit of charcoal on his hand and he's like raise your hands and all the kids raise their hands but Fidya like licks it and wipes it on his pants so when he raises his hand it looks clear but the the other guy looks like he did it yes yes i have so many questions here how would he not have have noticed that he had black on his hands and not done something about that. The redhead? The redhead. I don't think he looked at his hands. He didn't have any. He's like, There's I'm no good. Reason to, he's yeah. like, I'm good. I didn't do anything. Yeah, it's like if 
if you're not in a situation where you can where you think you need to kind of watch out for it, you're not gonna. Mm-hmm. So that's where I guess embarrassing that's situations strange. happen, or like the uh, in Mulan with the the matchmaker, like she doesn't know that her her hand is in ink that she touched Mulan's arm. Right. So whenever she like touches her face, it she doesn't think that she needs to. You're a mess. Right? The little punk's uh, toys just straight up abandon him once he goes yeah. home and is trying to play <laughs> with his toys. They're just like, uh, no, you're a liar, and they just try to escape. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then he gets mad at them. Yeah, and then and then one set climbs out the window. Yeah, and the the, sa- other... the little sailor toys climb out the window, and the army set like busts through the door, and they just march away. Yeah. Yes. The um, how do you say it, Matryoshka doll? Yes. Like she's trying to like give like talk to him about what he did was wrong and he yeah. just like baps her on the head as she like slowly like cracks open and so the smallest right, right, right. one is like you're gonna get it yeah. yeah i liked yeah i liked i liked the voice acting i think they all yeah. did very well i like that the the way that the little man occasionally sings a line rather than just saying things yes yeah he had a he just had a fun little personality yeah, and I agree. All of the voices, uh, male and female characters, just, yeah, well done. I think my favorite voice acting was the Queen's. Yeah, I, I actually put that, too. I really enjoy the theatricality of the Queen of Lies. Yes, yes, yeah. she does a very good job. Um, but before we get to the Queen of Lies and the Land of Lies, um, I, I wanted to mention, I re- when the little man's walking on the sidewalk, he, he passes some people, some other drawings that kids have done with like chalk and stuff like that. And there is, there's a, um, an animal that's on the ground that he almost steps on and then talks to. And he's like, are you supposed to be a, a dog or a horse? And, and it's like, I'm not actually sure. And the kid who drew me meant for me to be a lion. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But he ends up riding on that. Because he has eight legs and he's like, well, I think you would be fast. He, he ends up riding it and then it, it goes down the street and then it stops at a no horses sign. But, <laughs> but then the little man's like, well, it's not like, you're not like definitely a horse. You're kind of more of a dog. Yeah, and so yeah. he just keeps going. <laughs> that was yes. a silly little thing. Yes. Um, I loved the little man. I yes. loved his voice. Yes. The animation of the horse I thought was really good. Yeah, me it, too. Like, it had eight legs and you could believe that this thing can run really fast with its eight, eight legs. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, the 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 little man t- t- talks about the land of lies, which ends up making it exist. And then the kid wants to go to it because the radio is spe- is talking it up yeah, about yeah, yeah. about how great it would be to live there. Well, in particular, that they're looking for a boy. Yes. And a good boy, is it a good boy that lies? Yeah, something like that. And there's a bunch of uh, pastries and ice cream and stuff there. So, like, that's being promised. Here, you get, get some Turkish delight. Yes. Like, um, they go the Narnia way. Like, you get Turkish <laughs> delight. Like, you get just ice cream because once upon a time all the kids knew what turkish delight was yep um so yeah he he ends up going um and then yeah we we end up meeting the queen of lies and one of her big things is that she has just drawers full of masks for different emotions that she just puts over her face um and i liked that the 14th number was royal boredom yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, i like how she's oddly specific with her like her, intense yeah. interest or something. I yeah, know. no, she, this, she this, the specificity the, of the mask emotions is very fun. It's great. 
Um, I like that the where the two trains will meet, one leaves from one place, one leaves from the other, and where will they meet? That that math problem <laughs> math is, is, is a Russian staple also. Yes. <laughs> um, it's like, oh, we have this in common. Yes, it's like, at least they didn't name places. Yeah. Here, uh, they're like, from Chicago to whatever, <laughs> and you're like, okay. Yeah, I don't really, I don't have a lot, a ton of notes. But yeah, he, he ends up going to the Land of Lies, the the little boy who was the one fetching the different masks lies and gets kicked out of the position so so then this little boy is able to take over the position for a while until the little the lying little boy who who was who became a chimney sweep comes yeah. down the chimney and unbeknownst to to our main little boy draws on one of the yeah, masks basically pranks him and gets him fired yeah um which I'll talk about more in a later section. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the position they're they're the queen's page. Yes, yes. And yes. so, and they actually do. He does get what was promised as far as uh, a nice outfit. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, uh, he eats of some sweets out on like a sweets out on like a table out in the forest yeah. and talks to some animals and stuff. And yeah, that was voice acting. There was good. And then after he gets oh, kicked wait, out of his position. Um, we move on to the final main plot line, which is the townspeople are excited because it's about to be like this thing that they do occasionally where they release balloons yeah. is how the uh, subtitles keep referring to them um, in, out into the, the world. And if someone catches a balloon and is able to hold it for long enough to say a, a wish, then the wish will come true. Uh, the balloons are bubbles. Yeah, that pop immediately. <laughs> yeah, so when they try to catch them, they they pop obviously. So, um, yes. so yeah, that kind of becomes the, the that's this is basically a thing that the Queen of Lies uses to like keep the people happy, like keep them thinking that they can achieve happiness. Yes, uh, when when they won't happy. when they won't be able to. Right, right. Hopeful, not happy. And and there's a there's a point um, where where there's a um, a communist Type morality yeah. kind of thing made about how ha- happiness is supposed to be for everyone, not for just an individual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the queen is like, uh, if if we give general happiness, then everybody will only be a little happy. But like, if you have the possibility to be totally happy, like that's better. Yeah. Like, okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. <laughs> um, gotta agree with the communism here. Let's share the happiness, please. Yeah, it was it was very interesting. Um, yeah, no, it's it's like, oh, this isn't made in the U.S. This definitely has a little bit of a different morality take than yeah capitalists would have. Yeah, because it, it is a morality story. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Not to lie. Yes. Um, yeah. Anything else with story, characters, voice acting that isn't oh, yeah. spoilers? Um, we already. I said like that the animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that whenever that he interacts with, there's a bird that talks mm-hmm. and is delightful. There's there's a um we, we can talk there's about it more birds. in sound design, but there's little songs that various people do throughout the movie, and that bird got a little one. Yeah, I think the most interesting and. Delightful characters are the Queen of Lies and the Little Man. Yes, <laughs> they just yeah. Yeah, no, they're both fun. Yeah, the little the little man's just a cool little guy. The Queen of Lies is just fun and theatrical, and yeah. she's a, she's a fun villain. Yes. Um, animation. I don't have a ton of notes, um, and we already kind of talked about some of it, but I just did want to point out that the horses look really good again. Mm. <laughs> There's a carriage that takes the little boy to the kingdom. Yeah. Those horses look real good. Yeah, the horses look very nice. Yeah. The other animation that I really enjoyed was the little man 
uh, which is the stick. Well, more than a little bit more than a stick. Yeah, but he's he he's colors. made up of lines, right? But he is able to draw with chalk or with with things to continue. Whether it, sometimes he's doing a staircase on the wall, going up to the window. Other times, he drew a slide to get back down. Yeah, it's just interesting as yeah. it, as it creates something as he's drawing. I liked how um, when he was pacing back and forth at one point, whenever he turned around for a moment, he became a flat line as he was turning mm-hmm. because yeah, he's only got the the one main dimension. So when the the boy was in the kingdom, mm-hmm. the little man was outside trying to help him. Yes, and so he sends. A paper airplane, a, a paper dove, yes, is what it's called, um, to the little boy. And there's a, a whole scene where there's a bird uh, trying to catch the paper dove. And the little boy has to uh, hit the bird with a slingshot to, to stop it. Yes. Uh, and that little bird fight scene was very good, mm-hmm. animation-wise, because the, the paper dove would come around and kind of peck at the uh, <laughs> bird. And it would go back around. It was, it was very cute. Yeah. We don't know what happened to the bird that was shot down. He's <laughs> yeah. dead. But, he's, he's dead. Yeah. And, no, I don't know. Yeah. Again, one of the things with the animation reminded me, was it a point in Ernest and Celst, um, Celstine that they did Celestine. some... Celstine. that they did some drawing and things created as they were drawing? Yes. Didn't she at times? Uh, yeah. The, um, Is there I've, a name for that, by the way? Uh, I don't know if there's a specific name for it. it. I think I feel like it was less literal in Ernest and Celestine. No, that though. was to uh, do a passing of time. Yeah, and, and this it was like literally that was happening. Okay. There was a, there was a sort of magical actual reality. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I don't. I'm not sure if there's a specific word for it. Okay. Oh well, I was also going to say what I loved about the little man's character is his whole quest. He felt that it was up to him. To reach the little boy, and I don't know if he used the verbiage to touch his heart or to make, you know, to to touch his heart or to move him so that he does the right thing. Yeah, he basically was like, there's some goodness in this boy. I want to make sure that he is on the good path. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was just... Yeah, it's just took it upon himself. Yes. Um, what do you think this movie would have been like if it were live action? And I'd like to clarify, I think it's pretty clear just from how the story works. It couldn't ever be just a hundred percent live action. I think it could feasibly be a, a combo of live action and animation where the boy is real. And then he draws on the thing. And then there's animation of the little man that moves around. Like, I think inherently there has to be some animation because the plot involves a character that is drawn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. What do you think it would have been like if it had live action? I don't know. I'm thinking of Mary Poppin where they yeah. combine those Maybe and in fact, at one I think point especially if it was made at the time, drawing. it may, depending on their budget, it might have it might have not meshed as well. I'm not sure. I think and I'm also yeah. really curious if the Kingdom of Lies people would be drawn or not. I would think in my because they had a little animated. bit yeah because they had a little bit of a different style like the boy and and the actual people in reality were were drawn more realistic but the kingdom of lies people were very stylized in my in my head they're animated yeah i would think so too i think maybe i it would be more interesting and i'd like maybe the boy better i don't know i can't help but picturing rockadoodle and how poorly the live action person (laughs) being involved like involved with the cartoon characters worked and worry that it it might lean more towards that end and that was made in like the late 1980s early 1990s um 
it just I think it depends on the budget. Like it's obviously not going to be a Who Framed Roger Rabbit level of thing of, of integration because yeah. that's a lot. <laughs> um, but but yeah, if it could be a Mary Poppins level where where it works fairly well, but it would be a lot more of the movie than than the animated scene in Mary Poppins was. I don't know. It could, it could work well, but I could also see it fumbling very yeah. easily. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I guess unlike most other things that we ask this question for, it it's could not certainly just a, work this yeah, way. Yeah, it's not just an outright no. That would no. be a good idea. No, it, it yeah. could it could definitely work as a live action animation hybrid. Yes, and that's interesting that it's because it's a hybrid, not because you couldn't really do exactly. It at all. No, I don't think there's any way that you could make this purely live action because one of the main characters is a drawn character. Yeah. And yeah. any interacts with other drawn characters. Right. Mm-hmm. In the school, there's a guy drawn in chalk that he talks to to get to, like, stand in his place. Yes. As he's walking down the street, uh, there are drawings on the wall and on the ground that he interacts with. So right, like that, right. You can't... That's hard. Yeah, and then whatever you do with the Kingdom of Lies, like, you at least have the little man and the drawings on the ground that have to be animated. Yeah. And I think it would make the most sense for the Kingdom of Lies to be animated also. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about sound design. I liked it. I, yeah, I I have two main notes, which is the little song about the three guys uh, with the three guys singing at the beginning. Yes. It was adorable. It was good. Um, that was the longest of the songs. But then there was a couple of songs throughout. The, the little boy sang a song as he went to school. That that bird sang a song. Like there was a couple of points where where a character would sing a couple lines of a song, mm-hmm. um, which was cute. Was yeah, like I, I enjoyed that. Um, and then also. Um, when his necktie flew away, this like kind of smashing piano sounds like the discordant piano notes. I really, I like that. Yeah. They use a lot of music to underscore scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, it worked really well. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. The three painters were very proud of their work. They were <laughs> and, very proud. And, and what they were doing was going to teach or help these children learn. But yeah, I really enjoyed that song. I enjoyed some of the instrumental music that yeah. we play, play between things. But yeah, all the all the songs and the composer was Nikita Bogoslavsky. Mm. And also I didn't mention but um this is a Soyuzmuk film movie, which I did mention, and the directors um we had both of the Broomberg sisters back and also Valentine La Laliance. Um, so yeah, so this is this is considered one of the uh, Bloomberg sisters movies, mm. um, which they are well known in Russia for their contributions to the animation medium. They made a lot of animated movies. So yeah, anything else before we go to our last section before spoilers? I don't think so. I don't think so. Let's go to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? Um, really just one main thing, at least for me, that I, that I wanted to touch on, which is, of course, Valerie's <laughs> just nodding emphatically. Um, there's a, a guy who comes to propose to the queen who, who, like, has a big suit of armor. And then when the helmet comes off, like, his, his mustache is so long that it points, that it comes out of the helmet. So then when he comes out, you see, oh, okay, this is a man's head that's in there. Um, but anyways, he comes and he proposes, and so the queen keeps um, ha- she has a little fan that she'll cover her face as she changes expressions, which means changing masks. Um, so she's having um, our, our main character give her masks for whenever whatever the situation needs. The chimney sweep comes down and plays a prank and draws a mustache on one of the masks. So of course, when she has that, the guy with the, the actual guy with the mustache is 
horrified and then says uh, one pair of whiskers is enough and then leaves. And if it had just been that, it almost would have been okay, even though I know that that is def- they're definitely because it's a man. Um, but if it had just been that, I could have like pretended that this guy just really cared about his quality mustache and didn't want competition. <laughs> but unfortunately, the queen clarified uh, after when she was yelling at the kid that mustaches only appear on males. Yeah. So that was unfortunate mm-hmm. because for one, even not looking at transphobia, that's not true. <laughs> Women often grow. Um, that's one of the most common places that a woman will, that a cis woman will grow hair is on the upper lip. Um, and visible hair. Yeah, it's exactly. visible, visible hair. Right. Um, and then obviously it's transphobic too, because trans women do yeah. grow facial hair. So yeah, that was just, that was unpleasant. And that think, part doesn't hold up. And I think the, the, uh, he's, a from the kingdom of slander. Oh like. yes, he is from the kingdom of slander. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Uh, I think he also like, uh, intimated it, it like hitting her or something like there oh, was did something he? physical about it too oh I forgot I, I, or didn't notice yeah yeah it was it wasn't yeah that scene was the most scene. unpleasant because of those yeah. Th- yeah because of those aspects um yeah that was the main thing for me about about for this section did you guys have anything else other than I I think it was absent of any person of color Oh yeah, I think that's definitely true. Just a bunch of white people in Russia. Yeah. Not that not I'm not saying there are only white people in Russia. I'm sure that is not the case, but no, yeah, this Russian film just had a bunch of white people. Yeah, there was a whole town of people seeing the kids in the classroom. Yeah, none of the, none of them seemed to be they all seemed white. Yeah. So yes, yeah. that's and that's also definitely there. a lack of women in any character because even Well, there, we have the Queen of Lies. Well, that is true. The Queen of Lies is a big character. That is true. I think some of the the wording in some of the songs seemed like only boys were in the school. Yeah. But when you saw the students, there were girls. Yeah, when they were when, when they went up the stairs and stuff, there was definitely both. In the both. classroom. Um, I think they were in the classroom, too. Yeah, yeah there were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but, but I think some of the song lyrics, when they were talking about, like, the, yeah. the painter guys talking about students, I think they, at least it translated into boys. It could, maybe it's, it wasn't as gendered in the original language. Sure. It's hard. It's hard yeah, to it's hard to say because these are definitely unofficial subtitles. We watched this on YouTube because most Russian animated films are just on YouTube. And and yeah, we had the English subtitles there, but they're hardly official yeah. and they definitely sometimes like yeah, there sometimes was a, it was hard to interpret exactly what they were trying to say. And there was an inconsistency with the the little boy's name. Yeah. It was written a couple different ways. So like this isn't professional right so 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 like clearly the the scene where the mustache is drawn on the mask that clearly you can interpret regardless of subtitles as problematic but some of the other things sometimes it seemed like maybe it might be but it was hard to tell because of the because of the that like they used the word queer at one point but it seemed like they just meant like weird weird or strange and there didn't seem to be any underlying other context there and Um, what when did you say this was made this was 60. 1960. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it used to, and I'm trying to remember where at one point in history, the word queer, they actually changed the meaning in, in the dictionary or well, as far as the let me, use, let me be clear. Use. Queer has always been used to refer to gay people, but it also had a common usage of not that for a while. 
year, years and years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's like you. But it was always it was always used to refer to queer people because they are queer. They are weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's like something is weird or strange. Oh, right. this person is weird or strange. They're weird or strange because they're not straight. And right. So like just. In the vernacular, they mean the same. But it thing. being but it being very tied in with with the queer identity um, is at least goes back to Stonewall um, and probably before that. So yeah. like that usage has definitely also been around a long time. But I know nothing about how LGBT politics has happened or not happened in Russia. Um, I, it's certainly not great now, so I I don't know what the history has been there. But anyways, pretty sure that was just a weird subtitle thing. <laughs> I don't think the word queer was probably even necessarily meant. No, and the reason that I ask is because even in literature, it used to be common usage to not have a connotation for any kind oh, yeah. of, of, yeah. No, of, I remember I've read, yeah. Because, and I still will come across things and I I'm trying to think of most oh, recently. Maybe it, maybe it was in the Crucible. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then my students are always aghast when they go to read that word, and I'll and I have to explain that yeah. used to be common usage was meaning you know. When I was young and dumb and didn't realize that I was like a huge queer, I used to to lament that this word had been taken because I liked the sound of the word. And why couldn't we just use that to mean strange? And um, this is just me calling out my old self. I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do remember it being in The Hobbit. That was very, Mm. yeah, he calls like something queer. Yeah. Like I think of the situation, but yeah. You were just like, why are you calling out your old self? Let me do what I want. It's my podcast. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Anything, anything else with this section? I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Then let's move on to our spoiler alert. Skip to 39 minutes and 50 seconds. Um, yeah, so, so there's not a huge portion of the movie that involves spoilers. It's mostly how he resolves this situation with the bubbles, um, which does involve a bird who's super into science Mm -hmm, giving mm -hmm. the little man, um, advice to look at, at his, his books because there's a scientific answer to this problem. Yeah. The little boy, (laughs) uh, sends a paper dub to the little man. Yes. Asking how to. Hold the bubble in your hand. Right. And 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 the bird's like, science can do it. Yeah, the little boy or the little man, I think. It was the, the little man. Had the brought, books. Brought the uh, boy's school bag with yes. his books in it. And so he like pulled out. It's like, will math work dip, for this? Some, no. Geography? Yeah. Nah. Science? Yes, science. Uh-huh. And so he flips through, finds a, a two-page spread that's literally about holding bubbles in your hands which is cool cool book um with and wool gloves yeah just wear wool gloves and and that'll work test it at home kids um <laughs> but then the 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 science bird as i have dubbed him was then like hooray long live science because this bird is just <laughs> super into science yeah Instead of Bill Nye the Science Guy, it's, it's Bill Bird the Science no, the name, Science Nerd. We don't know that his name <laughs> no, is Bill. I know, I know. But yeah, so so he sends a letter back to the boy. Or I guess actually, I don't he think they the should. Page. He sends the page. Okay. With um, so the boy does that. Well, well, the 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 former page who then became the page again. I think after our main guy was fired from the job, uh-huh. um, overhears the queen and them talking because somehow they know. 
that this kid is going to figure them out. Plot hole. Um, yeah, I don't know how, but somehow they know. So they're talking about, oh, we, we, we're bringing in this actual magician so he can make the wishes actually happen so that we can't be proved liars. And so that boy tells our main boy. So he knows that as he's making his decision about what wish to make. And he's holding the bubble and you see different stuff appear in it that he's thinking of, like a... a, a Switch army bl- knife. Not it's yeah. Swiss army knife. Swiss army knife. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, a scooter. Some different. Just just some different stuff. But eventually, the wish that he lands on is that the bubble would prove that it's just a a fake bubble, and that the kingdom of lies would be toppled, and he could also go back in time to yesterday, so he could actually take accountability for the thing he did. It was a bit. It's a multi layered wish, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which the wizard did because he had already said he was going to do whatever, and he's like, oh man, what did I do? Yeah. Um, and so then the kid goes back to the day where he where he didn't say that he was the one who drew the little man and he says that and then the movie pretty much immediately ends the little man like makes a face at the camera or whatever and then it's over and I'm like oh good you did end after you said the title yeah 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was the movie. Yeah, he learned his lesson. Yeah. He took accountability. Yeah, and it's like, it didn't, I the character like arc he went or... on was sort of, yeah, it didn't, it was like, he got kicked out of his page position, but then like, why did he suddenly, Well, no he one... just got really tired of people not listening to him, I guess. Yeah, no one was believing him when he said that they were just bubbles. Which isn't a very sympathetic character journey to go on. It's like. Or even the queen didn't believe him when she tried to when he tried to tell her that right. like, I didn't do this. Right. Yeah, it felt like that could have been maybe I don't know if expanded, but just done better to make yeah. to make his arc more sympathetic. I feel like it was a leap. It didn't really, based on his character actions, it didn't follow that he, he was would so have into lying for a while. He was, and he and he had no seemed to seemingly had no remorse for lying for getting someone else in trouble he was sticking to the like fact- the main thing is that he got kicked out of the page position and it felt like he needed to be like kicked down for lying like a couple more times rather than just having the townsfolk not listen to him and to, he- to really like dig into the point that hey lying's awful and it makes your life sad i think well to me it seemed like he was embarrassed and that it just he didn't just, feel like enough, he just doubled though. down like initially. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. He even had a line before he he went to the Kingdom of Lies that I am choosing to lie. Yeah, and so it didn't. Again, I found nothing really redeemable about his character. Do you think there's something about like cowardice in lying versus like intentionally lying and like I don't know, and how if you're like maybe there's kids like the page would lie intentionally and like pull pranks and all of that but he wasn't like he's not like that kid he just like was in a bad situation and he didn't make the right choice i'm not sure so like if you i I don't know like i I, I think the message felt a little the it's i don't know i think it felt like the message kind of got muddled in the end perhaps like it felt like it was leading it could lead to some interesting places but I just don't feel like they nailed the landing on that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because, it, too, I was just thinking of the contrast between him standing his ground with the little man, 
and saying, you know, I'm choosing to lie and I'm going to go to the kingdom of lies. But then when he was in the kingdom of lies, telling all the animals and, and that were coming and afraid of him, that he wasn't going to hurt them, and that he never lied. He wasn't, you know, he, he didn't lie. I never that lied. That part was kind of weird, too, because the animals are all afraid of him and staying away from him. And then we cut to something else. And then when we cut back to him, the animals are with him. Mm-hmm. That Well, that's the thing. Like, I think maybe the other little boy who was there would throw stuff at him. He'd be like, no, no, come here. And then he'd throw stuff. I think it, I think it might be like setting a difference between there is a boy. Are there people that exist that like are mean and lie and whatever? I, I get what you're trying. I get how you're trying to, to set up the page as a foil, except that ultimately the page tells that tells our main hero, the truth and is helpful. Only to get a slice of what he wishes for. It wasn't for the boy. That's true. It was for himself. That's true, but it's not like he got comeuppance or anything. Well, he didn't get anything. That's the thing. Like, I guess. He's like, oh, this little boy will want something big and tangible that I can take some of. Yeah, yeah. Versus like, no, this little boy is not you. This little boy has good and like made a bad decision and is choosing to be accountable. Yeah. I suppose so. I... But- I get it. I get what you're saying. The inconsistency I have a hard time reconciling is, again, in the real world, the boy being so adamant about I'm choosing to lie and I don't I'm not remorseful for lying. And this is and then insisting in the land of lies or the kingdom of lies that he's not a liar and he he, you know, never has been. And. And then other than, well, a little bit, but he's, I don't know. I just, well, I think it's like Valerie said, he normally doesn't, but then he did in that situation and he then he doubling kept down. doubling down. Mm-hmm. Like in that situation, he was like, and the, no, and the that- movie's like, don't double down on that. Yeah. And then the movie's like, he, he was trying to say, no, this wasn't incidental. This wasn't because I'm a coward and couldn't, and couldn't like speak up. It was because I wanted to do this. And like, yeah, I'm a bad kid. I'm like, yeah, I'll go to the kingdom of lies. I belong there. And it's like. But that in wasn't actually. In the kingdom actually... of lies, you're not a liar. Like, you can't. Like, this kid's a liar, and he he knows how to play it. You don't. So you're going to, like, get knocked on your butt. You're going to have to go out there. And then when you try to tell the truth, they're not going to believe you because you have no, what is it? I forget the word. But, like, yeah, they're not going to believe you. And, like, this is how it feels. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I actually, I like that. I mean, I can follow that. That yeah, storyline. I get that. I also find it interesting that the kingdom would believe the queen of lies. They're in the kingdom of lies. So I know. Why she would ha- you? <laughs> she has such a nice face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, she's wearing a mask. And you're like, what? No. Yeah. I want to go to the kingdom of slander. <laughs> I want to see everyone being slanderous. <laughs> Slan- um, you have to have a... a- what do you call that type of mustache that he had? I don't think that that's a necessity for living in the kingdom. <laughs> you probably can't have a mustache. That's yeah, true. That's I true. only one that has a mustache. Yeah. That's probably true. Um, yeah, anything else? Spoilers? Uh, Alright, so done with the spoiler section. Let's go on to favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite scene in the movie? Uh, I guess the one the uh, with the king... the prince or whatever of slander right yeah like i liked it up to the point that it became bad yes <laughs> yeah same yeah so no i had i definitely agree that scene was my least favorite because of how it eventually went i think mine is just because it just broke my heart the boy that just kept being referred to as the redhead 
having to take the blame for drawing the little man and with his little hand dirty. That was just... How about your favorite scene? My favorite scene um, was him riding the horse dog lion. Yeah. That, that part I was, was actually fun. just going to say that whole scene of from point A to B with the little man yeah. drawing and, and interacting him getting with the from other one building drawings, to the other. Yeah. Meeting, the, meeting the wonderful no, dog that was all horse good. and drawing the stairs. I loved it. I yes. liked all that too. That one, for, or I really liked the uh, the bird versus paper dove mm, yeah. Good, yeah. flight scene. Like that was very cool. Good choice. How about least favorite character? Was our protagonist? Sorry, I dislike the little boy. I just, I don't know. I kind of, I don't know. I it just, I didn't find him redeeming. That little page was a was a punk. Honestly, though, yeah, I think I dislike the main character the most too. <laughs> <laughs> at least that, at least that little punk page knew what he was about. Yeah, no, he did. No, he's like, yeah, I'm in the chimney sweep thing. For now, yeah, like, like I'll get back. Like this little kid here, like he's just a rube. Like that wasn't a bad word. Like I, I, I can, I can knock him out real easily. Yeah, yeah. No, I think my least favorite yeah. was the main character. Yeah. I mean, same here. Favorite character, the little man. The little man. I love the little man with a close yeah, second. The, the dog horse. The little man is good. I think my favorite is probably the queen, though. I just really I, her her I voice her voice work was really <laughs> fun and just her whole yeah yeah her was, whole thing was fun yeah I I liked her a lot um, this movie actually ended up being a, a light musical um, I don't think stuff really necessarily stands out enough to choose a least favorite song though mm-hmm. uh, what was your favorite little song that appeared in this movie I think it might have been the bird song yeah I think. Nothing stands out enough to really be my favorite, honestly. <laughs> I'm sorry. The bird one is my second favorite. My first favorite is, is the opening song. I, yeah, that was it was fun. the most oh, fully fleshed song, and oh, also it was a bop. Well, yeah, yeah that's that a fun little that song. That was cute. I, think, I did like the bird song, though. I will second that. I yeah. think that's my the, the opening the song opening is fun. Song. Yes. If Tim Carey played a character in Tim this movie, Tim Curry. Let me go back. I just saw Sonic, and he and Tim and uh, Jim. Jim Carey was in it, so. Cut me a little slack. <laughs> I will. If Tim Curry were in this movie, what role would he have played? What if he was the the second at the King of Lies? I don't Ooh, know if he was like yeah, a yeah, Duke yeah. Or whatever. He, he 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 got a title at some point, but yeah, the the guy who was working with the Queen of Lies. Yes. No, yes. yeah, I think he would have done well in that. That no, would have been good. Or, yeah. or maybe the the uh, doorman at the school who was like... I know, yeah. I was trying to figure out about the drawing. I was thinking about him too, and I'm glad you said the doorman because I didn't remember that. I think he'd he have more fun being considered. dastardly with that guy, though. Fair, fair, yeah. fair. Yeah. And he could do the Queen of Lies, but she was like my favorite of the voice, of what the if, original voice actor. So. What, what if he's a little man? I know. I he was could, thinking that too. I was he thinking that too. He man. could do the little man. Yeah. That would be delightful. Yeah. And he'd have... Like little sing songy time. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. little man sounds good. He could good. do a good little man. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lots of, there's <laughs> there's several good roles for him in here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the yeah. little man because of the singing parts. Yeah, like you can get a little song in there. <laughs> I, yeah, yes. I like that, and it's a meatier role than the guy who is second fiddle to the queen. Yes, so. yes, yes. Um, okay, let's go on then to our overall consensus, uh, whether or not you would recommend it, and what rating you would give. And go ahead and do them both together. Uh, that's our new standard. <laughs> um, instead of splitting those up into two different things that we go around the table with, let's just 
say both at the same time. So yeah, whoever would like to go first. Um, I guess I I'm still not sure if I could fully recommend it. It was delightful, but it was a little slow. Mm-hmm. There wasn't, I guess, a lot of technical things, even though it looked good. Yeah, that were noteworthy. <sighs> Maybe. It didn't ever, yeah, it didn't ever wow me, yeah. but it did have moments that were like, I was like, oh, neat. Yeah. Maybe like a 2.25. Uh, still not sure. I, I don't think I would recommend it. Uh, may, maybe if you wanted to see some different animation things, but uh, there's probably other movies from that studio that I could recommend. Yeah. Though it's not a bad one. I mean, you quite liked the... The last one we saw. I thought that was delightful. The night before Christmas. That was delightful. <laughs> but that, but again, like that had the what is it, rotoscoping? Like there yeah. were some very cool things in it. I think uh, this one well. probably had some rotoscoping too. But no, it, yeah. I guess you I, th- I think the I think night before I think the night before Christmas was more tech was more visually stunning. Yeah. Mm. Um. So yeah, two point two five. I don't think I could recommend it, but not that it was bad. It was it was pretty delightful. But there's probably something else out there for you. What do you think, Mom? I think I'm going to go 1.75, and I wouldn't recommend it. And I think the biggest reason that I'm going to give it a 1.75 is that I feel like the protagonist, again, was my least favorite character. And any time that you have your protagonist be that... I don't know where you just, you know, where someone feels they dislike him and you didn't do anything redeemable. I think you've missed the mark and the animation again, wasn't bad, but nothing spectacular. The music was, was fine and voice acting, but again, nothing to wow me there, nothing to make me want to watch it again. And then again, I just feel like the story to me, a story and a plot is very important to keep me engaged. And I just don't, I think this missed the mark. I think, yeah, I think I'm going to go with you, Mom. I think 1.75. I liked liked a lot of things in this movie, but yeah, ultimately, I I was having a hard time staying awake through it. (laughs) Um, So, like, the pacing needed to be tightened. The main character, I never really liked very much. Like, he wasn't, his arc wasn't compelling compelling enough to make me ultimately root for him really mm-hmm. and there was that that transphobic bit right. so so yeah i think 1.75 and i i don't i don't think i would recommend it because i i just even based on just the one other one that we've seen i feel like there's going to be a lot better suzmut film films so yeah, yeah. and and Going back to my thoughts with the main character, any if you're going to make the main character, in essence, this a quest story that supposedly this character is going to redeem itself, to me, he did not redeem himself. Yeah. And he wasn't a relatable or likable I mean, character. and look, this is far from the only movie that has, like, a main character who starts off unlikable, does a lot of lies, is just not a great person. But ultimately, you end up loving and rooting for the character. Mm-hmm. Klaus, which we have already done on this show. The Emperor's New Groove that we haven't yet. Like, there are movies that do a similar character arc that work a lot better. And this this character just didn't have enough going for him to make him a, a good, a fun leading role. Like, mm-hmm. and, it, and this wasn't ever trying to be something on the level of those two this movies, movie, which yeah. also are much more contemporary movies, um, this is this is ultimately a morality tale, and so I don't think that yeah. they were invested in making the kid really 
interesting so much as just relatable to Russian children of the time. Yeah, this is like an after-school special Basically. length and type. Basically. Um, and even film. if our even if our boy had appreciated the little man. <laughs> I know, right? Then yeah, they, and, if and they had really become friends. Really, yeah, yeah, and really taken to heart all the wonderful things the little man was trying to accomplish, I might have liked him oh, better. Yeah. But he I, didn't even appreciate the little man. I did like though in the in the film the little man could never get into the kingdom because he couldn't <laughs> open the door. <laughs> yes. Because the door said to push towards yourself, pull. Uh, but I think actually it was a push out. Because it's the kingdom, kingdom of lies. Yeah. So he wasn't like. And he never figured it out. Yeah. So he's, he's, always, he's too honest at heart. Yeah. yeah so he always stuck outside of the kingdom because he didn't try yeah, to push Yeah. He never the door. got to go into the kingdom. Uh, that was kind of funny. Yeah. 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 So an interesting little movie. Next time, we are going to have some high flying adventures with an elephant. Ooh. Hmm. Okay. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> we'll see because we'll see because we're gonna have two adventures with them over the next oh, two goodness. weeks. So um, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, thanks you, thank you okay. everyone for listening um, once again. Thank we you. really love um, that you love us so and appreciate you <laughs> please like subscribe everything that you that you need to do if you have comment we have a Twitter. Um, How's it hold up pod um, at how's it hold up pod without the apostrophe. If you want to comment, I'll, I'll reply to you on there. Like I, that's cool. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This has been how's it hold up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at how's it hold up pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening.